it's striking to hear someone point out that the point of schools is to educate children and they're not doing it. Why is it left to you to say that? Well, it's a shame that I have to say it, but I'm going to say it. As a father of three beautiful black children and as a youth pastor, it's my role to speak up for children of all colors and creeds. There's a new God in the land, and this God's name is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And this God forces you to bow to it, and if you don't support this God, they will cancel you or and label you as a homophobe, as a bigot, or even as a white supremacist. The indoctrination in the public school system must end. I'm prepared to go to every school board meeting in this country to speak up for children who are being indoctrinated. It's Wow. You know, I never thought I would ever say that I told you so, but I told you so. I've been saying this all the time. I continue to say it, and I've been saying it all this time. It had. I, I haven't stopped my um, my stance on this, but I will say this. Okay, let me let me let me say what this. And it's really two things. Okay, let me just say two things. Number one, I've already said that the, that the devil has no new tricks. He has no new tricks to offer you. Just the same old ones repackaged and reformed into something new. It's no new tricks that the devil has to offer you. They're the same old tricks. They're the same tactics. They're the same uh, agendas. They're giving new names and new uh, packaging, but the same tricks. Okay, so let me start with that. Let me establish that to begin with. Number two, though, and this is the most important thing. As long as white supremacy and the system of white supremacy exists in this country and in the world. There will always be those who are willing to be woodcutters and water carriers for white supremacy. And we've seen it over and over and over again. You know, you know it's a trap. You see that you see you see the trap. It's red as spring, but yet you run right into it. So if you fall into the trap, is it still their fault that you got that you fell into the trap? No. Well, let me just explain this debauchery of what you just heard. Okay. Now, I'm gonna start before I even introduce this buffoon to you. Let me explain one thing to you, okay? Because I listened to what you said. And if I heard you correctly, sir, with all due respect, if I heard you correctly, that you are a black man in the United States of America that is married to a black woman in the United States of America, and you are the father of three black children. 
Okay. If these facts are the truth, and they are obviously are, because you've made them so. You've specifically said that you are a black father of three small children, and you also are a youth pastor. Now, knowing these things, you know good and well, good and hell well in your heart that none of the crap you said made any kind of sense. None whatsoever. But again, when you're willing to be a woodcutter and a water carrier for white supremacy and tyranny, you're willing to, de to degrade yourself to that level and go to those levels to try to impress people that are never going to be impressed with you anyway because they don't have no program for you to, in the first place. Because if you are a real black person in this country, any black person with a dog's brain knows that the problem in the schools is not diversity, inclusion, and equity. Okay? And we also know that the God of the schools today is not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hell, the United States kicked God out of the school systems a long time ago. Okay? We didn't replace the Pledge of Allegiance, Bible reading and prayer in schools with drug sniffing dogs, armed security guards, and metal detectors. I could spend another two hours talking about why that's going on, but that's another subject for another time. You know that the God that's in this school, that runs these schools is white supremacy and tyranny. They run the school system. The school curriculums, and I know this for a fact because my mother was a teacher. She taught school for two decades. I know this for a fact. The school curriculums are not created with the children of color in mind. Okay? They're not designed with children of color in mind. They are all designed, all the curriculums are built and made for white European children. Okay? And the reason why they have to have offices of equity, diversion, and inclusion is because of that very fact. The very reason, the very fact that your children go to these schools is the re need, reason that they need offices of diversity, inclusion, and equity. Okay, because for so long, we weren't representing the schools. Keep in mind, prior to the 60s, they didn't want us in their schools. Okay, many of the schools, especially schools in the South, didn't fully integrate till the 2000s. That's how much they were against it. Okay, and that's the reason why we've had all the problems that are in the school schools from the time of the 60s and 70s. I wasn't born at that time. My sister told me of the time when she had to get up at 4.30 in the morning from the hood to catch a bus, to go to another stop, to catch a school bus, to take them all the way to a nicer white suburb to go to a white school when they had schools in their neighborhood that were right down the street within walking distance of their homes. But again, they were trying to, we're trying to integrate the schools. So now you got these white kids who have never seen a person of color before, ever, in their lives. That's the reason why they moved to the damn suburbs. 
They move to the suburbs to get away from you. Dummy. That's the reason why they moved to the suburbs. If they were trying to stay where they were, they wouldn't have moved. Segregation Academy still exists. They just under different names. They call them Christian Academies. And the majority of those schools are predominantly white. They created those schools for that reason. Because they did not want to be around children of color. And of course, if you live in places like California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas, and Illinois, and Florida, now you have a third uh, string in there. And it's called people that speak different languages. Because the Hispanic population has grown significantly. Now you have these teachers that have, you got children that have language barriers, that got economic barriers, brought in them with these lily white children who have never seen any of this stuff, who have never ever had to experience the problems that are existed in the projects that exist in the barrio. And that's where the problems start. The parents, the parents didn't want their kids around these children because they were afraid that these children would corrupt their pure lily white children. Thus, most parents moved out of the cities and moved to the suburbs. That's why suburbia has become a big thing. And now, even today, neighborhoods are going to be determined, the better neighborhoods are going to be determined by the better schools. It's been that way. It's created that way by design. Because again, let's remember, up until 1954, black people and white kids never intermingled. Now, I could go through a history lesson on that, but anyway, let me tell you about this tap dancing Sambo here that was on Tucker Carlson's show. His name is John Amanchukwu. He's from Wake Forest, North Carolina. He is a pastor, a, youth, a pastor as he had just forementioned. And again, he is a woodcutter and a water carrier for whites supremacy because we understand we those of us who grew up in the hood who grew up in the projects understand the unique problems that go on in the schools today and most curriculums that are created and what's going on today even in the schools today look what's going on they, they I could spend hours on this too but I'm just going to briefly mention it the reason why Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingraham, and all the rest of the men's at Fox News and Newsmax and Turning Point and PragerU and all the rest of the conservative think tanks is because they cater specifically to their audience. They cater specifically to their group. Who is their group? Fragile, prejudiced, racist, white people. White males in particular. Why? Because of two reasons. Number one, our country is becoming a lot more colorful. As I said earlier, Hispanics are, a fa are one of the fastest rising racial groups in this country. Again, places like Los Angeles, places like San Francisco and Oakland, places like Seattle, Atlanta, Memphis, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, Miami, Orlando, 
anywhere in the Carolinas, D.C., New York, Boston. They speak Spanish, folks. It's one of the fastest rising groups. And despite all the stuff that America has tried to do to eliminate black people out the picture, we're still growing. The population is decreasing is the white is white males. They're not having as many children. In fact, they're having maybe one maybe one child out of a hundred thousand per per family. Hundred thousand. They might have maybe one point five children per hundred thousand. There's not that many of them. And they know that their group, that their way of living and their way of thinking is about to die. And it scares the hell out of them. Why do you think Donald Trump, a dumbass like Donald Trump, became so popular after we had eight years of sort of similar progress under Obama? Why? Because racist people were afraid. They were afraid. That's what prejudice is. Prejudice, prejudice and, and, and racism is based on fear. Okay, there's nothing godly about it. Okay, you cl you can say you trust in God, but if you hate other people, okay, I'm gonna say this to all my my conservative folks, and I'm just gonna call you call a spade a spade here. I don't care how many times you go to church every week. I don't care what Bibles you read. I don't care how much you pray. I don't care how much you fast. I don't care how much you give to the church. If you have a problem. With people that don't look like you, that don't walk like you, that don't talk like you, that don't think like you, you cannot love God. I don't care how much you say you love Jesus. The Bible says it clearly. If a man says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who cannot love his brother whom he sees every day cannot love God whom he has not seen. My brother, my black brother my white brother, my Asian brother, my Hispanic brother, my mixed race brother, my lit, my gay brother, my straight brother, my Christian brother, my Muslim brother, my Jewish brother. Get the point? You can talk all the noise you want. You can hoop and holler and shout and sling snot and, sling snot and, and whatever till the cows come home. But the truth is the truth. But these are the people that are running the schools. These are the people that are in administrative power. These are the people that are creating these curriculums for these teachers. And now they've created a big boogeyman in CRT, something that's not even taught in, in on the elementary level in the first damn place. First of all, CRT, critical race theory, is about statistics and graphs and charts. They're not teaching this stuff on an elementary level or a middle school level or even on a high school level. That's a college level course. And if you wonder why they have to create these offices of equity, diversion, and inclusion, it's because for so long, the only persons that mattered were white children. The only people that the teachers catered to was white children. Thus, the curriculums that were created were only catered to white children. Okay? And what's going on now in states like Florida with Ron DeSatan 
places like Alabama with Kay Ivey, places like Texas with Greg Abbott, places like Wisconsin, and in other uh, Republican stronghold states, they're trying to create this boogeyman to put fear into white people, which is, of course, Newsmax's and uh, Fox News's uh, target base to try to scare white people to the polls, to scare white people to the to the school board meetings, to scare white people to the schools, to try to tell them, hey, we can't have this. But we all, if you're a, if you are a black person in this country, you already know that everything that is created is built against you. They're not going to teach you the real history. They're only going to teach you a doctored up version of history. And that's what they're doing now. They're trying to change the books. They're trying to change the history. They're trying to recreate. And it's a lost cause theology that they're trying to recreate that the South should have, that the South won and that, you know, everything should be the way it used to be. But again, I said this was going to happen. I've already predicted it to happen. I already said that these are the type of stunts that conservatives are trying to pull. They are trying to protect their own. So to protect their own, they can, they'll vilify everybody else, make everybody else look like villains, all for the sake of protecting them. This clown, like so many other black people that they've had on Fox, they're not going to put a black person that understands the truth about what's going on in the schools. They're not going to bring on an educator, a person that's actually an educator that has degrees in education, that actually understands the unique stuff that goes on in the country. They're not going to bring them in there at all, period. But they'll be glad to put a clown on like this one. They'll be glad to say, hey, go ahead and say what you got to say, but just make sure it falls in this line. As they say before, don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we've been drinking it for years. When we were separated, and I have to say this, and I have to give you statistics and facts because this is what the truth is. When we were segregated, black children and white children were graduating at the same rates, if not higher rates, than their white counterparts. They were going, and when those kids went to school, they didn't just come out with a stupid high school diploma. They came out with actual skills. I know this for a fact because I had uncles and, and, and grandpas and, and, and nephews that went to school in the 60s and 50s. And they told me they came out with a, with, as a brick mason. They came out as a plumber. They came out as a truck driver. They came out cooking as a cook. They came out in janitorial work. They didn't have to worry about trying to find out. They could, they could go to any place in the world, get a good, decent job, make a good wage to be able to pay for their house and, and, and live in a good way, and then when they retired, when they 65 years old, they had a pension and a 401k and other things, so they didn't have to die, they didn't have to work to the day they died, unlike it is today. Right now, degrees are no, sad to say, the degrees that are in these schools today are not even worth the paper they've written on. 
It just looks good on paper, but it's worthless in the real world. Because right now, you got college students, you got college-educated students, you got PhDs working at McDonald's and Wendy's. Because they can teach them how to read a book and write a test, but they don't teach them how to, to, to handle stuff in the real world. They can give you Pythagorean theory, but can't write a damn check. Can't use a credit card. Don't know how to sign their own names. This is what we're creating out the schools today. Because the curriculums are not designed to teach you real world skills and education. They're only going to teach you about George Washington never lied. He chopped down the cherry tree and told the truth. They'll tell you that the Civil War was about states' rights. They'll tell you that black people voluntarily got on canoes and rode to the real to the Americas to uh, to volunteer to help their European counterparts build this nation. That's what's being taught in the schools. But of course, if you were a real one, you would know this, and not a minion of Fox News. So let me break it down like this for my black parents, for my Hispanic parents, for my Asian parents, for those of y'all who have children in the schools that aren't sure who they are. Let me help you out. Let me tell you what's really going on. Okay? The truth of the matter is we know who runs the schools today. The truth of the matter is we know what goes on in the schools today. That black people have to deal with discrimination from the teachers. They have to deal with discrimination from the administration. They have to deal with unfairness all the way around. Our black children are being picked on. Our black children are being bullied. Our black children are being racially profiled. Our children are being held back because they're not given the quality education. It's a proven fact. And I'll just give you one fact to think about as I close. I'll just give you one fact of the matter. Black children and Hispanic children are more likely, are three times as likely than their white counterparts to be put in special education. Okay, here's another fact I can give you. Black children are more likely to be disciplined with corporal punishment than their white counterparts and suspended twice as long than their white counterparts. Why do you think that is? Because the truth of the matter is the schools today are not training these kids for real world life. They're not training them to teach them how to live and survive in a world that does not care about them. And the sad and the fact of the matter is they're not they're not they're not designed to do that. That's your job as a parent. That's your job as a grandparent. If you don't teach them at home the truth, don't expect the schools to teach you the truth because they don't give a damn. Okay? Let me just put it out there for you. If you don't take the time, especially within the first five years of that child's life, once you stick them in that school, it's too late. You don't stick them in front of a TV screen and hope and pray for the best. No. You show them what the real world is like. You know what I'm saying? You take them to a park. Show them nature. You show them what water looks like. You teach them their ABCs and their one, two, threes. You teach them how to read. And you show them how to write and how to spell their name. No matter how complicated that name is. You show them about science and education and other things. That's your job. 
And you have the greatest opportunity within the first five years of their educational career to have them on a level higher than their peers by the time they get to elementary school. But that all depends on what you do now. Instead of buying them Tonka toys and start buying them Playstations and, P and, and, and Xboxes, buy them some books. Buy them some encyclopedias. Give them some educational stuff so they, when they get in their classroom, they can shine. That's your job. So again, I'm going to say this again. I've said it before on other posts. Now that you know the way the game goes, what are you going to do about it? You're going to march, bitch, protest, pray. And I'm not saying prayer don't work. Prayer works, folks. I'm a believer, a firm believer in prayer. But when you get off off your knees, you just don't go sit on your easy chair and hope and pray for the best. No, you set up systems in place so that your children will have the ultimate edge over their counterparts. That's what a true parent does if you want to prepare your children for the real world. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter on www.whoisrugrat.com. Of course, check out my YouTube channel. I got videos I'm going to be putting out there. But anyway, y'all have a good weekend. Hopefully, y'all be going to church this weekend. And... Let's just enjoy life. Let's enjoy each other, man, because we're all we got. I, Big Mel here. Who is Rugrat? I'm out. Peace.